Follow The Ron Show on Twitter at RonShowATL. The Ron Show on America One Radio. Let's get back to dumb things Brian Kemp's doing. <laughs> that seems to be a good trend for the day. After Brian Kemp has publicly come out against moving the Georgia primaries up in the calendar. Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger has basically said, eh, let's see what both sides say about this and see if we can come to an agreement on that. Well, Brian Kemp, of course, the loudest voice, uh, voice in the Georgia uh, GOP, has said uh, he's not for it. And he spoke through his uh, spokesperson, Cody Hall, saying the governor has no role in this process and does not support the idea. That's it. That's all he said. No reason why, just doesn't support the idea. And I think, for the most part, that's probably just because it's not his idea. It's Brian Kemp, I mean, sorry, Joe Biden's idea. Joe Biden from the other party. Now, Secretary of State Raffensperger did express some doubts about the proposal, probably more because I think he knew what Brian Kemp was going to say about it. Um, I don't know, man. This feels like one of those missed opportunities. We made such a campaign issue of the Major League Baseball All-Star Game leaving Atlanta after SB202 became law. A lot of blame went to Stacey Abrams' way, erroneously, of course, because she never advocated for a boycott or moving of the game. In fact, kind of quietly reached out and said to MLB, that's not what we need. Uh, Nonetheless, here we are talking about economic impact. Now, the economic impact of a Major League Baseball All-Star game, I mean, there's a lot of speculation about what that impact is. It could be somewhere in the like 40 to $200 million range. But let me give you a slice of what the economic impact is for the Iowa caucuses being first in the nation. $11.3 million in 2020, and that was just in the one week. The Des Moines advertising market, Des Moines gets about $100 million uh, in the last caucus ad cycle. Atlanta gets about $191 million uh, in, in that political cycle. And I know what you're thinking. No more. No more. But for locally owned newspapers, periodicals, radio stations, television stations, online stations, perhaps even, I don't know, maybe a daily hourly broadcast with some advertising time that could be available to them. There's an economic impact in that. There is. There's room for growth. Trust me, ask any radio general manager, there's room for growth. (laughs) Ask any TV general manager, they'll tell you the same. There's room for growth. And if there's not, we'll make room. They can print additional pages in the paper, right? So, why would we hem and haw that the left cost Atlanta the economic impact of the Major League All-Star game? Remember the trope, oh, those locally owned businesses, a lot of them are black-owned businesses. Yes, a lot of businesses in Atlanta are black-owned businesses. This is a majority-minority city, after all. We were so concerned about losing that All-Star game, and yet here we are letting the governor take a pass on something that we're going to have to do anyway. There's going to be a Georgia primary. Why would you not want to move it up in the calendar? Give it some more importance. Give Georgia voters a clearly purplish state, have more of a stake in who the nominees are going to be 
instead of kind of just piling on to whoever the nominee looks like they're going to be when the primary comes up on the calendar, as it is in the case most presidential cycles. That's more money for the state, man. More money in our pockets, more money in the tax coffers' pockets, right? I mean, why are you against this, Governor Kemp? I want something more than just a statement that you're against it. Like, I want to know why. You can't just have your spokesperson just, you know, trot Cody out there and say, uh, we haven't really looked at it, but we're against it. Why? Give me a tangible reason why. I don't understand. It makes no sense. All right, real quick before we uh, wrap the show, I want to pass this along. The South Carolina Supreme Court has ruled that the state's abortion ban after cardiac activity, typically around six weeks, is unconstitutional, violating the state's constitution's right to privacy. That according to the Associated Press. So we had a 3-2 majority vote there, and Justice K. Hearn, I'm going to read this straight from the AP, wrote for the majority that the state unquestionably has the authority to limit the right of privacy that protects a woman from state interference with her decision. But she added any limitation must afford a woman sufficient time to determine she is pregnant and take reasonable steps to terminate that pregnancy. Six weeks is quite simply not a reasonable period of time for these two things to occur, Hearn added. Mm. If you're keeping track, by the way, South Carolina has an abortion ban of 20 weeks now that that law has been set aside. And one last look at the House of Representatives. Nine votes, no speaker. And by the way, there are some folks who are starting to make noise about the fact that the longer this goes on, the more likely they're going to be away from future votes. We already have one dropping out tonight. There'd be a Colorado House member-elect Ken Buck traveling to a medical appointment. Now out tonight and most of the day tomorrow. So that lowers the number needed for somebody to win the election down to 217. Ooh. Hakeem Jeffries is just five votes short. Can Hakeem Jeffries become Speaker of the House? I mean, it's unlikely. But if the Democrats can just hold on, 10 more drop from the right. We might be on to something. All right, y'all, that's going to do it for The Ron Show. Back tomorrow, 5 to 6 p.m. on the America One Radio app at americaoneradio.com. Have yourselves a great evening. We'll see you tomorrow.